And we're back! There's more of the Fopon film. Yes! If you're like me, you're no doubt a big fan of this podcast, the Fopon film, and who is it nowadays in this day and age, in this modern era? But only real fans, true hardcore fans, who've been with us since the beginning, since episode one, would know two things about us, two facts about us, two important, undeniably really real, and in no way made up facts about you and I, America's hottest podcasting couple, Bunny and Steve. First and foremost, Bunny, is the fact that when you were not doing the podcast, you were actually a very successful, I dare say, one of the first. At-home proctologists. So, so tell, tell us, buddy, how exactly do you do at-home proctology? Uh, basically through a slot in the door. Uh, okay. So first, it's completely anonymous. You will have to hold up your identification to the peephole. Okay? And then once that's established, uh, then you'd have to hold up your credit card to the peephole. And then you would have to put your butt in the slot. Oh my god, so basically you created the world's first medicinal glory hole. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, And we are specializing in enemas of various flavors. Of course, coffee is traditional. Uh, but we also have papaya and mango and wild cherry. You know, that'll put a zip in your step during your day, you know. Uh, I like to have an enema. Suicide. And really, for an enema, you may not think so, but you really do want a carbonated product. Yes, yes, yes. yes. A Shasta enema. Yes, basically, and it has to be shaken first. But that really blows the red meat out of your colon. Okay? like It's like a fucking fire hose of flavor. It is a party in your ass. The Pokemon Film Podcast. A fucking fire hose of flavor. Yeah. That's what we put on the shirts. Oh, they did it out. A fucking fire hose But just for full disclosure, before we go away and give people the wrong impression, okay, I, I'm not really a, a proctologist, uh, but I am doctor because I spell it with a K. Yeah, yeah. That, that works. works. There that we works. go. That, that, Immediately. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. And but exactly. check us out on the dark web. Yeah, on the dark, dark web. web. You have to, we, you have to get, like, the we take Bitcoin. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, and the second, second thing you know about me is that I'm a lover of history. Yeah, I love it. But, but also storytellers. So what I like to do with this part of the show is I like to find a story from the history books maybe one that people don't know too well and reword it by my own unique storytelling and that's what this is, another educational, uneducational installment of Sims Inside of Pax Dun, 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 dun. Or 
Yes. Just stream nicely. Just stream nicely. And while we're on the subject of Mormonism and sex, uh, here's an odd fact for you. Um, wasn't expecting two children to be right here, but I'm going to push through. Mormons believe that the simple act of penetration is not sexual intercourse. They believe that, uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me clean it up, that if a... Uh, a Mormon team puts his hoo-ha inside of the other Mormon team's cha-cha. As long as they don't move, it's not sex. That blows my mind. Apparently, Mormon's vaginas are just like T-Rexes in Jurassic Park. The vision is based on movement. If you just say the vagina won't see the penis. So, did I have sex in high school? No, but I had a lot of no, no sex. sex. <laughs> Not as fun as you would think. And, and I would tell people I'm still a virgin, and they'd say, oh, but didn't you? And I'm like, apparently it doesn't count. I don't know. Maybe this is half a point. I don't know. <laughs> It is a bit weird. But anywho, young Kirk Anderson goes missing. It's a bit difficult because Kirk Anderson was kidnapped by another person named Kirk. So we have two Kirks. Yeah. So there's there's uh, Kirk Mormon. He goes missing. He was last seen outside of a Mormon meeting house, which I'm assuming is just a diet church. I don't know what a Mormon meeting house is as opposed to, you know, a Mormon church, but whatever. Eventually, the details of Kirk's disappearance would set a wildfire in the British press. I would say akin to maybe when Britney Spears shaved her head in 2007. But of course, this isn't me making fun of her because girl power. Hashtag free Girl power. This is the girl power episode. The tabloids were basically just tripping over each other to write exclusive stories and cash in on someone's name. To the point where one of the news uh, papers of the time proudly exclaimed, We are the news without the medical Mormon case. And people would rush to buy this newspaper because, oh, it's the only one that's not doing scandalous exclusive stories about it. Yeah. So, yeah, but... Uh, but instead of Freddie Spears in, in 2004, just in, this is in England and the media had a frenzy over this. So what happened was a man named Easley, an American, and I find this fascinating that this is a crazy story of crazy ass Americans, all three of the people who were responsible for Americans living in England. And it's like, oh, a way to bring a little bit of that floor of the class. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. oh, good job. So, so yeah, these, these are all Americans, crazy ass Americans in England, which is odd, but anyway. So, so Keith May pretended to be a reporter doing an article on Mormonism, and armed with a gun and some chloroform, he kidnapped the young missionary outside of a Mormon meeting house and brought him back to his home where Keith's accomplice. 
An American Corner beauty pageant contestant named Joyce McKinney was there. And Joyce McKinney and Keith May chained the Mormon missionary to a bed. The missionary stayed chained up for three days, and during that time, Joyce McKinney tried to seduce him, and when that failed, Joyce just started raping the young missionary girl. Yeah. Uh, he was raped while kidnapped and chained to a bed for three days, and he managed to escape and flee the police by promising to marry Joyce. So, so uh, the Mormon missionary promises to marry her and runs and flees to the police. And I imagine the police hear the unbelievable tale, and because it's the 70s, once they were done laughing, they set up a sting operation. Uh, and the police had the missionary call Joyce and set up a rendezvous between uh, the missionary and Joyce and Kirk, the kidnapper, kidnapper, Kurt. And it worked, and the two were arrested. Joyce claimed that she actually knew the Mormon missionary from America and that they had dated, but he broke up with her and became a Mormon. And the and like, oh, did we? Chloroform him and kidnap him and change to a bed. Yes, but we were deprogramming him because Mormonism is a cult and I did I do all of this. Yes, but I did it to save him. Anyway, Jay, yes, 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 yes. Joyce and I held the charges on the way to court. She held up a big sign that said Kurt left with me willingly. During the trial, Kirk and Joyce fled bail, lied to get passports, and fled to the United States, where they were arrested for lying in order to get a passport and not the whole kidnapping and rape thing. They were never punished for the kidnapping and rape thing. England did not try to extradite the two because there was a law in England that the books at the time called the 1956 Sexual Offenses Act, which stated that legally a man could not be raped by a woman, which is some serious sexist shit. These two people and raped a woman and fucking got away with it. And
this happened in 1977, and now it's 2008. Some people looked at the newspaper and went, Oh, that's right, that's fucking, that's her. Don't be ashamed. 
Okay. I, I love, love the story of Eleanor McCurdy where he's first arrested and they're like, wait a second, he was arrested with a bunch of burglary paraphernalia. And he's like, yes, I did have a bunch of stuff. Well, let me explain to you why I was working on a foot-powered machine gun. And they, and they let, let him go, go. but that's, that's basically, basically what Joyce McKinney tried to do. Yes, I had uh, a rope and some handcuffs and a lead pipe and a candlestick and a rope and some chloroform, but I was working on a foot-powered machine gun. <laughs>